Blog Talk Radio. to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and hello to my Blog Talk Radio community and those who may be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week, and welcome to Episode 300. I am so excited because I have my wonderful guest, which I will tell you about shortly. But I want to let you know that today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Yes, listeners, this is show 300. Thanks to all of you. And as I shared with you earlier, I'm going to be giving away some prizes. I'm going to be giving away copies of my ebook. I'm going to be giving away a grand prize, which is going to be a free virtual consultation with yours truly, me. So make sure you listen in because after our interview today, I'm going to give you all the details on how you can be a winner. And it's going to be several winners. So don't just think there's going to be just one or two winners. No, there's going to be at least seven people who will have an opportunity to either get a free ebook or the grand prize, get a free virtual consultation with me. But today I am excited because I have my wonderful friend, Miss Ola Jackson, and she's going to be talking about defining moments. And of course, in the next half hour, it's going to be Taylor Tip time. And I'm going to be providing you with my product of the week, my app suggestion of the week, and my repurpose suggestion of the week. And, of course, I'm going to be giving you the details to how you can win some of these prizes. But before I bring on Ola Jackson, I found some statistics and facts on seven reasons why people get discouraged. And this is from the Mind Body Breakthrough by Wal Oldepa. Number one is lack of a clear vision. The second reason is the ego or inner pride or a a fear of failure. The third reason why people get discouraged is poor perception about success. The fourth is negative mental attitude. The fifth is unhealthy inner chatter. You keep telling yourself you just can't do it. The sixth reason is painful, past painful associations And the seventh reason why people get discouraged is wrong associations. So those are some reasons why people get discouraged. But tonight I am excited to bring on Miss Ola Jackson, who has for 23 years, she has been a voice of 
giving women a voice, and that is really what her purpose and passion is. She has reached them through her newsletter, her social media, and consisting over thousands of members, her e-blast newsletter, an online radio show, and her television show. And she is a leadership and lifestyle blogger of New, which is a network for women. Ola has won, and I, you know, I wanted to, to, to give her so much credibility—not credibility, but just praise for what she's been doing because of some of the things that she has encountered, which I'm really looking forward to hearing about. But she has won the Pittsburgh Black Media Federation Legacy Award, the SBA Business Champion Award, the Robert Morris Alumni of the Year Award, the Pittsburgh Courier Woman of Influence, the National Society of Collegiate Scholars Award, the New Pittsburgh Courier Women of Influence Award, and the Pittsburgh Women in Business Women of Distinction Award. And I wanted to share all that with you because all of you out there may be listening, thinking all this stuff is going on in my life and I just can't do this and do that. But Ola Jackson will let you know that you have just got to press forward. So I am going to bring on my wonderful dear friend, Miss Ola Jackson. Hello, Ola. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being my guest on podcast three hundred. And see, and I think I think think way way back when you had the uh, magazine and you asked me uh-huh. to be on your advisory board. Oh, I was just so excited and happy. I could still see myself jumping up and down. I was like, and then when I got the copy and I saw my name in black and white, I was like, wow, wow, and I. Wow. And I appreciated well, I that. I to have that. I know you did. I mean, you just, you just really, it was just like a turning point in my, in my business and my, you know, self-esteem and everything. And the reason mm-hmm. I've had me, you on here tonight to talk about defining moments is because when I saw your video of your TED Talks, um, which all of you listening, I will be posting that on my social media, is that it made me think about a couple of defining moments in my life. The first one was, as I shared with you earlier, was when I was in college and a professor told me because I came from a single-parent home, even though my father was in my life, and also because of the neighborhood I grew up in, that I really wouldn't be a success. And I said, really? And I didn't pay him any attention. And I mean, I could have taken that and just thought, wow, but mm-hmm. I was, I just kept pressing on. And then the second one was uh, a few years ago, as I'm doing the podcast, there were some creative differences. And because mm-hmm. I wanted this podcast to be about organizing, but also something that not only my godchildren, but grandmother Anne and a lot of the the people in my life could listen to without me thinking, oh my goodness, what are they, you know, what are they, what is Janet really doing on that podcast? And I had to say, I'm not going to do this. And they said, well, you know mm-hmm. what, you're, you're boring and this, that, and the other. And I didn't pay any attention. I kept pushing forward. And as I shared with you, that was a turning point from me because I stood mm-hmm. up for what I felt was the the image that I want to portray for this show. So that's what made me think mm-hmm. about it. And I said, you know, I've got wow. Ola on here to talk mm-hmm. about it, to talk about it. But the first question is, 
you know, because then that may be part of your defining moment, too, is what made you start mm-hmm. your business? Because you, you've done so many wonderful things, achieved so many wonderful things, Ola. But I know some of the things that have gone on in your life that um, have had an impact on making you decide to start a business. Yeah, and that's what, um, when I was called to uh, speak on the TED Talk, I had no idea. They let you pick your own subject. And so I had to select something that was most closely to who I really am and who I become and why. And so the closest association was my experience uh, shortly after I had gotten married. And um, I had dated my husband for about seven years. Um, and I, my intention was to hold off on having children and we didn't live together, so I figured we'd spend some time together as a married couple for a few years. But what happened, I had actually given birth a year after we had married, so that changed things. We did not spend time together. And about two years into um, my son's life, I began to notice some things that were not developing. Although it was my first and only child, I was... Um, the babysitter for my nieces and nephews, so I was able to see some things that I thought, well, you know, I had, they lived in our house, too, so I noticed that, well, wow, he's kind of not, can he not hear, what is he doing? And so we took him to get a hearing tests, and he passed those, and then there was some um, development tests to see if he just wasn't developing, because he did start out, uh, he actually started to speak um, about a year and a half or so. So what happened, something in the process uh, altered that um, as he was developing. And so back then, they he was diagnosed as developmentally delayed. A few years later was when they began to say he had autism-like symptoms. And and although that was like the, early, the late 90s, it was almost as if it was 100 years ago because they were so unadvanced. Autism, even then, mm. we spent more time answering questions than they had answers for us. And so at that, it was a certain point where my husband and I had to decide um, well, how we were going to handle this because we wanted to be there for him, for, the, for his meetings, doctor's appointments. And so I remember when we first got a diagnosis, and that day that was a defining moment we had carried him the elevator doors opened up and we went in to go up to the doctor they had closed behind us and up we go and the elevator doors open again and we walk out we go into the doctor's office we get the diagnosis and it's like a brick had hit me in the head again they didn't say autism they said developmentally delayed and we the, the elevator doors open back up. We go back down, and that door was very symbolic and analogy of life. It opened, and we were one thing. We left something totally different, and we couldn't we couldn't go back. And so that was my topic of a defining moment. And you and you say you don't dwell on saying why me because you'll never get that answer. It's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You say what now. And that's what happened when the journey began. We had to say, what now? And we began the process of preparing ourselves 
to accommodate my son and the challenges that were to come. Wow. Wow, that's wow. Mm. And and then so um I guess well that is your defining moment. So Right. How did it impact your business? Did you have a business at time? I know it impacted your family as your li- and your life as well. Mm-hmm. Well, what it did was because we had, I decided that we needed to um, be here for him, I had to start a business. There was no way that I could okay. work a nine-to-five job and be accommodating to a young man who had his doctor's appointment, um, he had to go to a program that where he was there for like maybe nine to twelve. So I couldn't exactly go somewhere mm-hmm. and work because I had to be here with him. And as I look back now, it was really a great decision because he could have gone any way in his development. He is twenty nine years old now. And had it not wow. been for us constantly advocating on his behalf, then he might have gone by the wayside. And so that was an important decision and one that I don't regret because in spite of the fact that I'm an ambitious, driven woman, I knew that my priority mm-hmm. was as a mother. And in spite of what people say, yeah. oh, you know, you um, you you're, you don't work or you you um, compromise a career for your child, at the end of the day, on my last days on this earth, I won't be, t- I won't be thinking about a career. I'll be thinking about did I do the best that I could do mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to assure mm-hmm. that his development was accommodated, and we did that. And so, thank goodness, he was an autistic child who did not have a lot of emotional problems, didn't need medication mm-hmm. um, for those issues. At one time, we did have him on something for a very short time, but to this very day, he's medication-free other than asthma. And uh, he's well-adjusted. Okay. He's uh, very independent. He can't go out by himself. But that day, of course, defined the rest of our lives because we had to make decisions because that altered our lives. And people experience things in their lives that are defining moments, whether you have breast cancer, uh, the day you find out your your Mm -hmm. mom may have Alzheimer's, uh, a divorce, anything that says, as of today, your life will never, ever be the same. And that really puts uh, you at the wheel because you then have to decide what you're going to do. You can you can have anger and bitterness, wallow in self-pity, and none of that gets you anywhere. It will never get you anywhere. You have to then have a plan. And I figured, hey, I can make myself happy by doing what I want to do and also, by the time my mm-hmm. son got home from school, I was the first face that he would see. So it worked out for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's the important thing. You've got to make it work. And and you do. And, you know, when you said that, it made me think about the time when my mother got sick. And um, mm. I had to choose between, you know, continuing with my business or taking care of her. And I thought about it mm-hmm. and I... I didn't want to put her in a home I, at that time. Maybe mm-hmm. I was being selfish. I didn't want anybody else to take care of her because I felt I could only take care of her the best. And I'm glad I did that. Because mm-hmm. at that time, I did not know mm-hmm. that she only had a year and a half to live. And I'm glad wow. that, you know, people were like, mm-hmm. well, Janet, how did, how did you do it? I'm like, I don't know 
how we did it, but I did it. I sacrificed my time. I made sure I was at every appointment at the hospital with her every day, and I am just so happy because, like you said, now when she passed away, I had that peace because I made that decision Mm -hmm. to, to be with her. And I said, well, I have no mm-hmm. regret, regrets. And I mean, people have those regrets. They should have did this. No, I have no mm-hmm. regrets. I took care of her. I was there. Oh, so, um, so yeah. And I so think the good. defining so, moment oh, also define who you are too. That that challenge yeah. really um, shows who you really are when you're pushed into a corner and have to make that decision. Because there's a lot of things going on when that defining moment shows, that because it's so severe in a lot of matters, and when you make that Mm -hmm. decision, it really does define who you really are. You chose to be with your mom, and I chose to be with my son. I didn't choose something that I didn't value as much and and would not have valued me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So, Ola, as we are celebrating, because we're in the middle of Women's History, God, in the middle, we're almost near the end of mm-hmm. Women's History Month. Things go by mm-hmm. so fast. And there's a woman out there that's facing a defining moment, and, may, and she may not even know it. What would you tell her? What would you tell her to do from your words of wisdom? Mm-hmm. I would say to follow her instincts, because instincts are so powerful. I think we take them for granted, but that's that inner voice that God gave us that kind of whispers in our ear, and we ignore it, but it tells us um, really what to do. It seems that we always really know what to do. We just don't want to do it. We just, we, we just don't want to sacrifice. We don't want to take the risk. At the end of the day, when it's all over, we're saying, I knew I should have done that. I knew I should have mm-hmm. done that. So, it may be a painful thing because the reality of my reality is, you know, this is my only child, and I don't, I won't be a grandmother. Yeah. I will not go to a mm-hmm. wedding. Uh, I will not. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other children. So the, um, that woman who's kind to trying to figure out what to do, you know, do the best you possibly can. Don't hold yourself. Don't be make yourself feel guilty. And they're really, and, you, and this is a defining moment. You can't even let somebody else make you feel bad about your decision. I couldn't make somebody let somebody make me feel bad that, well, I went to school for eight years for a degree, but yet here I am at home mm-hmm. with my son. I made the right decision for me, mm-hmm. and you have to understand that they're all individual. Somebody else may have coped with yep. my situation very differently. And somebody may have been in denial. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell that woman who's listening to, please don't be in denial about uh, what's going on in your life. Just because you don't acknowledge it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Be very yeah. clear. Because yeah. it, it'll, it'll be right if it's a bad marriage that you're in, if it's some children that you need to put some tough love on. If it's facing something that you have been dealing with for many years and never, ever said, you know, I need to see a psychiatrist about this. You know I need to walk mm-hmm. away from this bad marriage. You know this business isn't working. It's draining me financially. It's time to let go. All those things um, 
you need to tell yourself and move on. Don't stay mm-hmm. in stuck. Do not stay yeah. in stuck, especially and I'm learning more and more as I get older. Happiness is the most important thing, not trying to please other people, not trying to hold on to stuff that don't matter, that you can't take with you, that can be just easily disposed of. What makes you happy? And with both of us is a commonality, too. What made us happy also made the people that we love the most happy. Like your mother was very happy mm-hmm. that you were there with her. My son could not mm-hmm. have been happier with the situation that his da- his dad and I set up for him by being there for him. So if you're going through something, learn yeah. how to let go, because that's the biggest thing that we do. We mm-hmm. will drag a situation, not just a physical thing, but emotionally and mentally, because you have to understand it is a mind and body association. It truly is. So learn to let go of something that you can't do nothing about. And, you know, and you're so right about that. And because it's Women's History Month, and I think one of the things in and, and regards to defining moments in regards to our health, mm-hmm. and I'm just telling, talking from personal well, experience, sure. that as women, mm-hmm. you know, when when we see something or feel something or experience something, we need mm-hmm. to just, you know, go get the checkup, do whatever we need to do, sure. and just kind of go on the journey. Because I think a lot of times, even with that, that, that can be a defining moment. It's like, what do I do? Because oh, yeah. for me, because you have to, you have to it was, it was, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, because no, I was going to say, for me, it was, the fibroid that I didn't realize had gotten so large. It was mm-hmm. by the time they removed it from it, it was four pounds, Ola, four pounds. Oh wow! And wow. Um, yeah, and I think for me, it was I was going to the doctors and I was doing everything, and but I kept, but it, I kept going, and finally when I got that third opinion of what they had to do, it was like okay, wow. All right, I can either sit here and just take this thing and, and have it in my body forever, or have something uh, done about mm-hmm. it. And then that's when I said, I wow. made it was a defining moment. It was like, okay, all right, Janet, so you're gonna have to have an operation. And I told friends, and and it's so interesting because sometimes in those defining moments, you realize mm-hmm. that you have a lot more support than you ever thought. My girlfriend took off seven oh, days sure. to take care of me. Seven days. Wow. And I'm like, don't you, you have a husband and teenage children? She says, ah, oh, uh-huh. they can take care of themselves. They'll be all right. Wow. But, yeah, I There's agree. always a message I, I in the badness. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. to see yeah, a lot. Uh, I, I mean, I have yeah. had tremendous support with my son. Thank God for that. I mean, your friend took seven days off. Because there's always a message in our madness. I mean, my son was the only one in mm-hmm. my family to, at that time that really had a disability. So I'm thinking, well, I'm the only one. Um, and I said, well, you know, I did everything right. I didn't drink, didn't smoke. Um, and I'm the only one who had a child with a disability. But there's, there is a message in the madness. And that sometimes things that happen to you become your mission in life. It may be your purpose in life. Yeah. And, it, and and God yeah. will send you any type of message, whether it's a painful one or not, 
when he's trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. And it may be a message that lasts for mm-hmm. a minute, or it may be when it lasts 29 years. So, you yeah. know, since my son, my husband and I both have advocated on behalf of others with disabilities. So it, that may have been my purpose in life. So uh, mm-hmm. if, that, if that's what it took, then that's what it took. And God has blessed me on the journey for sure. For ha- to give me yeah. the ability yeah, to take I, good care of my son. I'm sorry, go ahead. And then I also like your your story of how now, because of all the technology, he's the one that you and your husband go to when you need a little help <laughs> with the technology. Yeah, that, that was something because the amazing thing, I will always believe that there is always a sign somewhere. Back in the early, it was it was mid eighties and the app an Apple computer came out. And at the same time as we were going through some things with him, not knowing he was disabled. Well he would use the computer and he would spell these words because he was we noticed he was paying t- attention to these logos in the newspaper. He would focus on the smallest thing on the big page and which was a um a characteristic of autism, but we never heard of autism that much. And so he developed a severe knowledge of technology on his own because he can't really read at a level of trying to understand a manual, but he does know how to mm-hmm. look at things and know how to put them together. So he's always had an obsession with Apple from the very beginning, and it's amazing. <laughs> there's always a, there's always a sign because I have a picture of him. Um, he always liked music. I have a picture of him holding a a taped up cassette player with his um, mm-hmm. headphones. So even at 29, if you see my son, he will have headphones on and his iPhone. <laughs> and so it's amazing early on in life that there are always signs that because we're moving, we never, we just miss the signs and they're always there. That's how we can slow down mm. sometimes. Yeah, because like I said, yeah. when it's time to get yeah. your attention and you ain't listening, yeah, you know, there's a pebble. You can When the pebble hits you, if you don't pay attention, it's a brick. If you really don't get it, the entire building collapses on you. So, um, mm. and, and we all have defining moments. If you haven't had your defining moment, you probably will have one. And, and to me, mm-hmm. I've always defined it, that moment when you realize, that as of today, based on this situation, your life will never be the same. And I even got really severe when I did that TED Talk. I said, you all are going home today, the people in the audience, and it may be the last time you will ever see one of your loved ones. It could be a child in mm. an accident, or it can be something great that changes your life. But it, it's going to be something. And how we handle things, is extremely important. And like I said before, denial, just because if you believe that uh, because you don't acknowledge something, that for some reason it's going to go away, and it never does. It's like your fire, your stove yeah. catches on fire. You think, oh, okay. Next thing you know, the house is going in the blaze. But you have to address that mm-hmm. deciding moment. Yeah. Wow. 
That was a wonderful way because I was going to ask you, did you have any final words of inspiration? But I think you've just you've just said them. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. If you have to, you really have to pay attention, and you really have to, uh-huh. like you said, those defining moments. They could come at any time in our life, in your twenties, your thirties, your forties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even yeah, we think so. we've escaped. When we think we've escaped and everything was okay, and then by the time we're a certain age, all of a sudden, oh, my God, I got cancer. You mean this is it? And, you know, for the rest of my life? Um, yeah, so yeah. It's always something. But the, like I always say, it's how you handle it. It's always how mm-hmm. you handle it. And you're right. It is. It it truly is. Mm-hmm. It truly is. It's the attitude. Your attitude going in uh-huh. once you know that that's your defining moment. Uh-huh. Well, Miss Ola, oh, um, wow. I don't even, <laughs> you just, you just always inspire. <laughs> I love talking to you. Um, okay. So I want you to let people know about some of the things, because you're doing a lot of wonderful things. I mean, especially on the network for new, because I, you know, I saw the hats uh-huh. and the shoes and all those wonderful things. Oh, uh, yeah. Spring is around the corner. I, I try not to do too much because I always tell people don't spread yourself too far. But we started something called New, and we started. It was called Nurturing Evolving Women because I believe that in order to grow, you must um, evolve, and in order to evolve, you have to nurture the process. But from a marketing standpoint, we ended up just calling it New Evolving Women. But the important thing is that you mm-hmm. evolve no matter what it is. You cannot stay in the same place and expect to grow. So it is evolving women, and there's three things we focus on. Entrepreneurship is one. Um, we also uh, have a segment called Your Stylish Ways, where I do a video on how to save money and and dress well. And then, of course, um, our new thing is that we're starting to develop media content for women of color to get away from the um, throwing bottles across the room and tossing tables of blood. You know, so that image. Our website mm. is com. And um, also our Instagram, the same way, it's, uh, no, it's your stylish ways. And, of course, it's onyxwoman.com. But if you go, if you go to onyxwoman.com, that's onyx like the stone, O-N-Y-X-Woman.com, you'll find all of those. Yeah, because, I, I, of course, I, you know, I follow you on Instagram, Twitter, and all those wonderful things. Because when I was looking on Instagram, I said, oh, look at those shoes. And then I love seeing you in the hat. So you oh know, that's your, that's one of your little trademarks is the hats. So and and, so. and now that you know spring is here and you know Easter's because uh-huh. I'm trying to uh-huh. resurrect hats in Easter Sunday because it seems it's gone away in some churches. So and so I'm trying uh-huh. to resurrect that in my own little way. Um, okay. But, um, <laughs> But I thank you so much for coming tonight, Ola. I mean, do you have anything, any final things that you want to say to the women out there? I can't believe Women's History Month is almost over. I know. But just ladies, get out there. We need a whole year. That's what I have to say. Uh, A year, men don't let us do that. But get out there, ladies, and and create (laughs) your history. Get out there because we know we're always in about entrepreneurship, too. But um, so get out there and create your history. And if you have a defining moment, just keep remembering. Uh, you may not be able to do anything about what just happened, but you can make some choices about how you're going to move ahead. And that's basically my words. Well, thank you so much, Ola. You have a wonderful 
evening, and I will be talking to you soon. Thanks. I'll be listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was Ola Jackson. And um, as I said, I have some wonderful giveaways for people, and I am going to share how you can get them. But before I do, I want to make sure that you know that Got Clutter, Get Organized podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up to our URL, which is audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, you can get a free audio book and a one-month free trial of service. And my suggested audio book for this evening is Organization, the seven-day blueprint to becoming organized fast and easily. And it's by Sonia Cherry, and she shows people the benefits of organization to life and health and can be a good way to encourage them to be sensible and systematic in their way. And it says, however, to tell them what to do or look down on them to define no-nos. Being organized is not a skill set that comes with your genes. She wants you to know that being organized is not necessarily a skill set that comes with your genes. So organization, the seven-day blueprint to becoming organized fast and easy. So, as you know, this is show 300, and I want to celebrate by giving away stuff. So, I have, as you know, I have several e-books, and I am giving away, which all of them, and basically whatever one you choose. Now, I'm going to pick six winners to get e-books. So, and this is how you could win because you have now until March 30th, I'm going to pick one winner. And in order to win, you have to like a post on my social media. Now, you may be following me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, or Instagram. And for those of you who are part of my blog talk radio community, you can just send me a message. And if so, again, to win one of the free ebooks, whichever one you want, and just to let you know what the titles are, it's Creating a Home Free of Clutter, 51 Tips to Market and Promote Your Business, Conquering the Paper Piles in Your Home, Setting Up and Organizing Your Small Office Home Office, Getting Organized to Get the Job, and 10 Steps to Becoming Totally Organized. So whoever wins, there are going to be six winners, because I'm going to pick one person from each of the different social media um, outlets, and I may pick more than one because I'm in just a wonderful mood because I'm happy for all of you who've just been supporting me um, on this podcast and as well as on social media. So, again, you must like a post on Facebook, LinkedIn. You may have to retweet something on Twitter or favorite. Just favor one of my tweets. Google Plus and on Instagram, just, you know, just like it. Put that little heart. My blog talk radio community, just send me a little message. And from now until March 30th, you have to do that. So on April 1st, I'm going to notify you and let you know 
<coughs> who won an ebook and you get to choose which one. So that's the ebook. Now, for those of you who may decide, you know, I need a little something more and you want to enter to win a free one-hour consultation. It will be a virtual consultation with me. And basically you will have the opportunity to send me some photos of a space. It could be a closet. It could be a space. It could be your desk. And in that one hour, um, I'm going to tell you how to tackle that project. So in order to enter that, you have to go to my website, which is www.JanetMTaylor.com, and go to the contact page. And I want you, in 100 words or less, to just let me know why you should win the free consultation. Like, Janet, this is the reason why and whatever your reason may be. Maybe you got relatives coming over. Maybe you're going up for promotion. Maybe you're starting a business, whatever it is. And, again, you have until now, until March 30th, to win that prize. So, again, go to one of my social media outlets, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and just like something or favorite something, blog talk radio, Send me a message, and I will choose someone, and I may even choose a couple of people on each of the venues, and you can win the ebook of your choice. And then, of course, if you want to win the grand prize, which is a free virtual consultation, just go to my website and let me know why you need the free consultation, 100 words or less. And, of course, you can go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. So to follow up with um, Ola's in regards to her sharing defining moments and how we can better um, just when they come into our lives, handle them and manage them. And also when I started the show, I talked about the seven reasons why people get discouraged. I wanted to share with you um, some tips on just how to really live an organized life. And these are tips I've shared over the years. These are tips that I live by. But I felt this was a great time to share them with you. So tip number one is to make sure you plan time to be quiet and to be alone first thing in the morning. Set aside time daily to read, to pray, to meditate. The next thing you want to do is you want to make sure you take care of your body. So that means exercise, eat right, Get plenty of rest. Then, of course, you want to make sure you write your vision. You want to wake up with a purpose, which means you want to make sure you have a life plan, business plan, life goals. Because you really want to make sure you ask yourself some serious questions. Do you want to advance in your career, your business? What are things you want to do with your family? The next thing is you want to make sure that you take back control of your time. And because that is one of the things that prevents us from doing a lot of things we want to do in life, but also when you have that defining moment like I had when I had to take care of my mother, I had to manage my time. I had to know what I was going to do throughout that day in order to not only take care of her, but also take care of the house and to take care of myself as well. 
which meant I could not do a lot of things. I could not run the business and take care of her, so therefore I had to make some tough choices because I knew I couldn't do a lot. But I've also learned in that situation how to delegate. So when people ask me what they could do, I immediately knew. Somebody asked me what they could do. Can you pick up some some eggs and some juice from the store for me because I couldn't get out? Or I needed to mail something but didn't have any envelopes. Somebody went and bought me some envelopes. So it was those little things that help you in taking back control of your time, delegating, planning your day, and schedule time for yourself. Learn how to say no. These are some things that I share with um, the PFT. Learn how to say no. And learn how to delegate, as I said earlier, and overcome procrastination by just breaking projects down. And just some quick tips, which all of you know that I've shared these with you numerous times, establish a place for your keys. Also, you want to make sure that you have an organized office, so systems for your files and your paperwork and your projects. You want to make sure you have systems in your home, which is number six, because 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. So get rid of the clothes in the closet you no longer wear. Make sure things that you do organize are clearly labeled. And just do something as simple as getting rid of the junk mail and shredding paper and recycling newspapers and, and publications that you've already read. And, of course, one of the things that I feel that is helps you live an organized life but also help you in those defining moments is when you have supportive relationships, whether it's a friend, mentor, it could be an advisory board. It could be a business and a life coach. Because when those moments come, you can have somebody else's wisdom to pull off of. You know, when I was a caregiver for my mother, I had the older women who had taken care of their mothers. I could pull off on that wisdom. Or and when I have gone through business uh, defining moments, I could always go to my business and my life coach and pull off on that wisdom as well. So I just want to kind of recap some of the things. One, make sure you plan time, quiet time for yourself. Because I'm saying all of this because those moments are going to come. And you want to be able to have some routines going in your life. So, okay, so these things have have come and, and hit me like, you're in a boxing ring and, and just come at you um, by surprise. But at least when you have some routines down. So you make sure that you, you have your time in the morning to yourself. You make sure you take care of your body. You make sure that you know what your long-range life and career plans are, which I knew that I was a business owner and I loved running my business, but I just had to push that to a side, take care of my mother, and then fortunately when she passed away, then I took a little bit of time for myself, and then I continued on with the journey. Make sure that you take back control of your time. You don't attempt to do too much. You learn how to delegate. <clears throat> you also learn how to say no instead of trying to do everything for everybody, and you plan your day and you schedule time for yourself. Because I see so many people, specifically in my age group, who are just continually doing things 
and and mismanaging their time and not eating right, not taking care of their body. They don't have any quiet time, and then that has an, a toll takes a toll on their health. Then, of course, you want to make sure you have an organized office space so you can find things when you need them. You want to make sure your home is organized for the same reason and you maximize space and you don't feel like you've got to get a bigger home just to hold everything. And, of course, you want to make sure you have some supportive relationships so that you can pull on that wisdom when you need it. So those are some things in my Taylor's tip time. I want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, your posts on Facebook. Thank you for following me on social media. And, of course, for those of you who do not know, I am on Instagram. I'm Organizer Janet. And, of course, you know tomorrow's Salsa Tuesday. So my suggestion to you is I want you to tackle one box, one container in your home or your office that has not been touched in several months that you need to purge. So maybe that box is underneath your desk that's been there since you moved into the office. It may be a box that you shoved in the closet or boxes in the basement, but just one box or container in your home or office that you have not touched in several months that you need to purge. And I can tell you I just did that this past weekend. I tackled a box of items from um, that I had been collecting that – I needed to decide if I was going to donate it, if I was going to put them on eBay, and what I was going to do. And I went through that box, and I have two boxes now. I have a box that's going to go for donation and a box of some items that I am going to put on eBay. So I did that. So, again, tomorrow's Toss It Tuesday. So make sure you let me know by posting it on social media, sending me your pictures. You know I love seeing your pictures. My app suggestion for this week is 42 Goals, which is a simple tool for tracking your daily goals and keeping a log of your daily activities because sometimes when we do that, it motivates us to get things done, but it also sometimes can help us make some adjustments in our time. It helps you set up your goals, record your daily progress, and visualize your achievement. Using 42 goals, you can achieve your personal and life goals, quit smoking, lose weight, reduce coffee consumption, log daily expenses, set exercise targets, and etc. And it's a great quantified self-app and ultimate New Year's resolution tool. Because, yes, we're still working on our New Year's resolutions. Yes, it is March, but we're still working on them. My next um, suggestion is for a product is the QB Tech Valet, and you may have heard me um, suggest this before, but it is a charger, valet, and stand for your digital devices because we've got the phones, we've got the tablets, we've got this, that, and the other, and it's great because you can put all those devices in there and charge them overnight. And it's the Handsome Desk Organizer Double as a phone and tablet scan. The QB Tech Valet offers a dedicated space to park your digital device upright where you can see it and keep it close at hand, plus extra storage for pens as well as keys, glasses, and desk accessories. So if you um, follow me on social media, you'll be able to see a picture of that shortly after the show tonight. 
And it says it also accommodates iPad 2, 3, 4, Mini Air, most smartphones, and um, and it says tablets fit in the valet in a vertical orientation only. So those are some little things. And last but definitely not least is my repurpose suggestion. If you go to the repurpose section of Pinterest, the office, you will see all different kinds of ways you can repurpose those old filing cabinets, and I'm about ready to look at mine in a whole new way and repurpose it. I haven't figured out yet what I want the look to be, but once I do, I'm going to take a picture before and take a picture afterwards. But it is a great way to save money and to just repurpose something and give it a new look and a new feel and just add a pop of creativity in your office. So make sure you check out that, and that's in my on my Pinterest page and the Repurpose Office section. So next week, I'm excited because we have returning guest, Kena Baker, and she's going to be talking to us about getting to the heart of keeping your life and business simple. And I know a lot of you out there want to do that. You want to keep your life and your business as simple as possible. And then to kick off April, we're going to have Miss Jennifer Dent Brown, and she's going to be trying to get help us get the junk off our plate because it's spring, and we have just been, especially with this winter on the East Coast. I know for myself, chocolate brownies have been a regular staple in this household. So just how to eat a little healthier as we begin to get outdoors a lot more. So again, next week is getting to your the heart of keeping your life and business simple with Keena Baker and get the junk off your plate with Jennifer Dent Brown, who is a health coach. And my motivational quote for the week is, start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible, and suddenly you are doing the impossible. Again, Start by doing what's necessary, then do what's possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. Francis of Assisi. That's my motivational quote. Because as I shared earlier, um, years a few years ago, some of you may already heard this story, but I shared it earlier in the show. Is my defining moment was when there was someone who was a part of the show, and they basically wanted something that had a sexual connotation to it. And I wasn't feeling comfortable with that. And I stood and I stood up for that and unfortunately we had creative differences and I was called boring and a lot of and it was like okay. It was all right. But I had to stand up for this. And you know what? I'm glad I did because you proved to me that, you know, you like the show for what it stands for, which is organizing every area of your life, and I wanted it in a form that I felt was pure, that if my guy kids all of a sudden wanted to listen to it or if Grandmother Ann decided to tune in or some of the women from my church decided to, to log on and listen in. And those are the people, and it's because of you, and I was thinking about you, and I thank you so much because I have reached a milestone, which I had never thought I'd, I would be reaching this milestone. I just kept doing the show, and then all of a sudden I realized, wow, I'm close to 300. So I thank each and every one of you 
for making it happen. Whether you've listened once or whether you listen regularly, I appreciate you so much for helping me do this. And again, before I go, I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to win one of my free ebooks. And again, it's Creating a Home Free of Clutter, 51 Tips to Market and Promote Your Business, Conquering the Paper Piles in Your Home, Setting Up and Organizing Your Small Office and Home Office, Getting Organized to Get the Job Done, 10 Steps to Becoming Totally Organized. So there's six ebooks, and you can, when you win, when I notify you that you've won, you get an opportunity to choose whichever one you want. And in order to win, you just have to like a post on my social media. So whether you follow me on Facebook, I'm going to be choosing somebody from Facebook, somebody from LinkedIn, somebody from Twitter who happens to favorite one of my posts, somebody from Google+, and somebody from Instagram. And for those of you listening to my Blog Talk radio community, you just have to send me a message saying, hey, Janet, I want to enter to win. <laughs> so that's how you can win an ebook, and one person can win a grand prize, which is a virtual session with me. And basically, that virtual session will be an hour. We'll set a date for it, and basically, before the date, I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I want you to send me some pictures so that when we do get together, I can look at those pictures and say, "Hey, you need to do this. You need to." You need to possibly move something around here, but I will be able to help you during that consultation. So, and that is a virtual consultation. So you have to go to my website and let me know why you want the free consultation in 100 words or less. And you just can do that by going to www.JanetMTaylor.com and click on the contact page and just fill it out and say, Janet, I want to win that free consultation with you. So it's 100 words or less as to why you want to win. So, again, that's one way to win the grand prize. But if you just want a free, a chance to win a free ebook, go to my social media and like something on Facebook, LinkedIn, favor something on Twitter, you know, click you like something on Google, click on Instagram, and then. If you blog talk radio community, just make sure that you send me a message saying, hey, Janet, I want a chance to win. So, again, next week we will be talking about getting to the heart of keeping your life and business simple with Keena Baker. And, of course, the following week is Get the Junk Off Your Plate with Jennifer Dent Brown. And, again, Start by doing what's necessary, then do what's impo- what's possible, and suddenly you're doing what's impossible. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I thank you so much. I appreciate all of you. And so make sure you um, like the show. Make sure you share with family, friends, and all your social media. And make sure you visit me at www.JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. And most of all, I want you to have an organized week. And thank you so much for listening. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together.
Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized. 